Well, we see in Scripture often um, this description of a shepherd and a sheep. And our Lord being the good shepherd, we being the sheep. And I've always wondered, and I now am again taking you back to seminaries we always talk about, because it wasn't until seminary that I really understood and learned what this meaning was. What is the symbolism of the shepherd and the sheep? All right. The Jews might have agreed that if a man came crawling back to God on his hands and knees, seeking God out, he might be forgiven of his sins. But no Pharisee had ever imagined a God who actually went looking for man, that actually went out in search of the sinner. This is why Christianity is different. We believe in seeking the love of God, yes, but knowing that he is seeking us. We see that love in the incarnate Jesus. He came to seek and to save that which was lost through sin. This is the whole connection. You know, St. Ambrose um, is very, uh, we used to go to St. Ambrose Parish in Salt Lake City when I lived there. And St. Ambrose said, Christ left the 99 in the desert when he descended from the angelic choirs in order to seek the lost man on the earth that he might fill up the number of the sheepfold of heaven from which his sins had excluded him. In other words, St. Ambrose is telling us God is seeking us. Now, it's interesting because Jesus' actions manifest the mercy of the Father. All right, He receives sinners in order to convert them. Now, the Pharisees, on the other hand, they despise the sinners. They just could not understand why Jesus would do this. You know, the Jews, they did not say there would be joy in heaven over one sinner who repents. Rather, there would be more joy in heaven over one sinner who's obliterated by God. That was the view. And now Jesus turns us all upside down. This is why in our very confessional here at the shrine, it says, the greater the sinner, the greater the right he has to my mercy. It's like the wounded soldier we always see on the battlefield. Who has the bigger right to the medic? The one with a broken fingernail or the one dying of blood loss from injury? You know, it's funny because the definition, the very definition of mercy is when God's love reaches out to misery. And there's no greater misery than sin. And so we have this right to God's mercy. This is revolutionary. The Jews had never thought of it this way. They looked at it almost sadistically, to not to the saving, but to the destruction of the sinner. And Jesus turns this all on its ear. You know, it's interesting because here's what I learned about sheep and shepherds in seminary. So I want to share this with you. 
Many of the flocks at this time of Jesus were communal flocks. I didn't know this. All right, they belonged to villages, not individuals. There would be actually two or three shepherds in charge, not just one. And if news came that one shepherd was looking for a lost sheep, the whole village would look out for this sheep. That's the purpose of the church. All right, so this is the purpose of the church. Now, here's what we don't understand always. And it's interesting because when they would see the shepherd coming with the sheep that he had found that was lost, there would be great rejoicing. So when Jesus said, a shepherd will leave the 99 to go find that one lost sheep, he did not say that nobody guarded the 99 sheep anymore. He didn't say that, I don't care about those 99 sheep because that would make us think, well, gee, I should be a sinner. Much, much more Jesus pays attention to me. Does not mean that our Lord does not have the value or does not value or have the uh, love of the righteous or the just. Of course not. He's just emphasizing the joy of God and the saints over the conversion of a sinner. And he equates it to the sheep. Why? All right. Again, going back to seminary, no creature, and I didn't know this, strays more easily than a sheep. I didn't know that. No animal is so incapable of finding its way back to the flock once it has gone astray than a sheep. Again, I didn't know that. It will even run in an opposite direction, <laughs> right? To the place where the, from the place where the flock is. And I remember learning all this in seminary saying, gee, all these years I've read about the sheep and the Bible, I had no idea. Why? The lost sheep would never save himself. Never. Or find the shepherd himself. No. If the shepherd did not take action, the sheep was doomed. That, to me, once I was sitting in seminary, made perfect sense to why Jesus refers to us as sheep and him as the shepherd. Sheep are gentle, but they get lost. They find their, they lose their way and only the shepherd can help them. So, you know, the rabbis believe that God received the sinner only who came on their hands and knees and sought back God and found God. But here Jesus teaches that God actively seeks us out. God finds the sinner more than the sinner finds God. You just got to be willing, like a sheep, that when the shepherd comes to you, you agree to go with him. That's why the bedside of many of the dying, if you're ever at the bedside and your loved one is passing away, tell them, is the last thing that they can remember to say yes to Jesus when he comes for them, to go with him, to embrace him. You know, lost coins and lost sheep can't repent. So we're not totally exactly like that. Jesus added that we need to repent, then follow him. So that both 
sinner and religious leaders who heard this knew the importance of repentance. This is just not, well, I'm going to continue to sin because you said Jesus is going to come get me. No, it does take repentance from our own end and clarifying in our own lives what needs to be changed. And so we pray that we may be good sheep to follow the shepherd. And a shepherd is not just Jesus himself, it's those he appoints, your priests, your bishops, even our political leaders are supposed to be good shepherds. And as I said, I'm offering this mass for the Philippines. Let us pray that these beautiful sheep, the sheep that are so near and dear in my heart and into God's heart for being so faithful in their faith, that they too may be given a good shepherd. The evil one is trying to confuse. And because we have free will, we do get what we ask for. And we get the leaders we ask for. So let the people not be confused. Let us pray that God will guide them to bring about the shepherd who will be a good shepherd who will help the sheep in this time. God bless the Philippines, and let us pray that God's hand will be over them this day as those elections, most critical elections, are wrapping up at this very moment. May God be with you, and may you embrace, and may God send a good shepherd. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.